the last visit, the head of the state, his excellency, General Salfa, visited Kenya in 2019, in June. And with him, there were teams of technocrats from different ministries, including the Undersecretary of Minister of Foreign Affairs and people from immigration. And mm-hmm. we, at the time, that was exactly between 28th to 30th of June 2019, in an inaugural sessions of the South Sudan Kenyan Joint Commission for Cooperation, where we, we signed an, a number of documents on behalf of the government of South Sudan at the time, Minister of Foreign Affairs, Minister Nyal was in and signed with Minister CS Monica Juma on behalf of Kenya. And one of those documents we signed uh, was something to do with the, the immigration at the time. The immigration, uh, the government of South Sudan, during the visit of the Jackson president, requested Kenyan government to ease of visa requirement for South Sudanese nationals. Mm. Kenyans on the on their side also requested the time the government of South Sudan to waive for the visa waivers for Kenyans nationals who would want to go to South Sudan. And then thereafter, the parties actually at that time agreed to explore the possibilities of removal of visa requirements for their nationals. So this is something that had started some time back and there was conversation going on between us and the Minister of Foreign Affairs and relevant institution in, in Juba, particularly the immigration. This morning I received formal note from Kenyan Permanent Secretary, uh, Ambassador Kamau, Mashari Kamau, informally sending me the document that you're seeing online that uh, they have decided to effect with the, effect, with the immediate effect, which is 26 today, mm-hmm. they are waiving visas of South Sudanese nationals who would be coming to Kenya. Mm-hmm. Of course, this is, this is a normal practice in most of the countries being part of the East Africa because East African communities talk of movement of people between borders and the rest. Of course, movement of people need to be facilitated, including uh, some sort of arrangement with immigration, whether to waive visas or to ease them. This was the language used during our engagement with Kenyan uh, colleagues when the head of state was here. So now, technically, South Sudanese, any South Sudanese can come to Kenya without a visa, provided that the passport is valid. Of course, this is the normal standard. So I'm sure the Kenyan part would expect us, in this case, based within the same framework, would expect South Sudan government to reciprocate. Because the wave is from one side, does not mean that it would hold if South Sudan is not doing the same. This is what we call reciprocity. The Muhammad will miss. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if Kenyans are doing it, uh, they would expect us to also to be doing the same on the other side. In fact, we have sent to Juba at some point, there was a little bit delay from some of the institutions that are relevant to what we are talking about, but it could have much, much, much better could have happened a long time ago. So that's what I can say. Yes, I can f- confirm that Kenyans have waived visas on the side. It is now on the other side of South Sudan. Uh, our government probably do the same because that's what would, uh, they would expect of us as the way diplomacy, the, I mean, bilateral engagement uh, is concerned. Yes, Ambassador, thank you. Just for our common citizen to understand the benefit, what are the benefits from this uh, free visa? Well, I think, you know, again, looking at the movement of people, I, I think take it personally. If, if we are, because we have a quite a number of South Sudanese here. You know, people going to schools here, we have people going to universities here, people come for hospitals here, even for visits. So if, if you take a common person who wants to come to Kenya, you know, visas lining up in terms of time of time consumption, you know, by the time you go to Kenyan high commissions and request for a visa or file an application, you, you pay by visas. Most of our people, I'm sure, not every person has a MasterCard in South Sudan as we speak now. So it, it, it cuts down the, the amount of time you spend while chasing visa. This is at least from a, from a common man perspective. It is easy to buy a ticket. Then you fly out, maybe if you are sick, 
and instead of waiting for visas, the time you text, you know, of course, sometimes in some conditions, few hours matters. Suppose you want to fly to Kenya this afternoon or in the morning and you have the you have the money, you buy a ticket, instead of going again wasting two to two days or twenty four hours waiting for visa from Kenya High Commission Juba, you are more likely to travel the same day. So at least in terms of time effectiveness is good for the people. Also for the movement of people because that's what the East African community is talking about. You know, as as a as a community, people need to move around. This is what I can say because it is movement of people because I always have thing as an embassy, you know, we face a number of people when you come to the airport, you don't have visas, you can imagine quite a number of problems that we have to get involved for somebody calling from Juba, you know, we have delayed visa, the high commission and somebody is, is critically ill. At least from that perspective, I would assume they are helpful to our people. I don't know other part of it. It depends on the way they look at it. Okay, Ambassador, uh, thank you again for telling us the benefits uh, for the common citizen. Now, as a diplomat, how long does it take for a country to do the same or to replicate? Like, for example, will it be a disappointment because I believe also there are some institutions that need to be informed here in South Sudan for, so that South Sudan also does the same to Kenyan citizens? This is a matter of policy judgment from the relevant institution. I can be able to comment on that because Kenyans have announced they have decided to do it. It will take, you know, it be policy issues, decision-making processes differ from one country to another. Even Kenya, they never just decided this morning to do it. They might have gone through certain procedures and considered weighing certain options, the best possibilities for them, and then they decided accordingly. So in this case, as, as an ambassador, I'm not in position now to, to give timeline for my government or for relevant institutions in South Sudan to be saying, okay, they have to do this on, on the X date. It has to take certain procedures. I mean, all institutions, because it's connecting with so many institutions. So the interior, the immigration, foreign ministry, at the level of presidency, these things need to be decided at a higher level above me. But I know for sure the government of South Sudan will come up with something towards what is happening. So I, I, I can pass a judgment and I can even give also give a timeline as to when our government should be able to do the same. But and again, Kenyan will have, will have to trust the judgment of government of South Sudan. Of course, they won't expect this thing to be, okay, it is today and then tomorrow. That's not the way it works because uh, the institution, the way the decision-making processes and the, the policy issues are different from one country to another. We are not identical. Or what they want, they want to see at some point the governments of South Sudan doing the same thing. There's a principle of reciprocity. This is a common principle in, in diplomacy or international relations.